Welcome to the Advance Born Global podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advance, the non-profit organisation that shines a spotlight on the impact of outstanding global Australians. In this podcast series, we meet all 34 game changers recognised in the 2022 Global Australian Awards. These inspiring game changers generously share the story of their international career journey with us, the highlights and challenges, and what motivates them in their work. I hope you enjoy getting to know these inspiring game changers. In this episode, we meet Dr. Anthony Saputra, a 2022 game changer for his determination to advocate and drive meaningful change for those living with a disability in Indonesia. I was moved by Anthony's journey and the role that his study in Australia played in transforming his focus to pursue a PhD. He talks about the tools he's using now to influence public perception and government policy making around the rights for people with a disability. If you were to, let's say, speak to a high school audience, how do you describe what you do and and what your day-to-day looks like? In your, in your career? You know, I currently live and work in Padang City, uh, West Sumatra province, Indonesia. I work at a university as a lecturer. And I would say, uh, in addition to being an academia, I'm also uh, a scholar and activist. So a disability academic, uh, scholar and activist, and disability advocacy uh, cuts across uh, each of these areas and disability is really, uh, I would say, central to my work. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been working in disability sector for uh, quite some time, you know, particularly uh, being a disability uh, advocate in Indonesia. So uh, it was as early as nine, uh, 2012, yeah, I mean, when I uh, returned uh, to Indonesia after the completion of my master's degree. In Australia and then I was sort of like motivated um, to make uh, changes yeah, to uh, empower my fellow people with disability uh, so that they could also have great access to education and they could also be aware of their rights um, that are fully guaranteed by laws yeah, not only by uh, 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 international law but also our local, lo- our national and local laws in Indonesia actually are guaranteeing the uh, rights of people with disability. So yes, this I would say about my activities. So really busy with uh, you know academic work, uh, activism work, um, yeah, and and also some uh, you know like um, scholar work, like uh, writing an article, uh, doing some research work. Yeah, I think that's what I can say a bit about myself and my day-to-day activities. <laughs> That's perfect. And when you you mention about doing your master's and then your PhD in Australia, what did that experience mean for you? And, and what did it, um, how did it change your thinking going through those, those years of study in Australia? I would say my first time overseas trip to Australia to do my master's degree back in 2010, uh, completely changed yeah, my way of uh, perceiving and understanding disability. So before I went to Australia, 
I, I thought that disability was only about impairment. Yeah, I mean, I never had any idea about uh, disability act activism at all. You know, I only th I only think about myself. You know, I only I only think that education is important for me to have a better life, to have a, a decent work. Yeah, so that's why I decided to pursue uh, my master's degree overseas. Yeah, I mean, um, to Australia, and having experienced the freedom of mobility in Australia with accessible uh, public infrastructure and cutting-edge assistive technology that really uh, suits my needs, then I realized that, well, actually, disability has more to do with barriers. And then during my master's study, I also uh, attended several disability conferences and learned a lot about um, the, import the importance of the disability rights movement. And I realized that, well, I should not only think about myself, but I should help motivate other people with disabilities in Indonesia uh, and in my city to achieve uh, their dreams yeah, and, and, and uh, realize their uh, potential. So uh, upon completion of my master's and return home, um, the knowledge that I gained from my master's degree in uh, communication really uh, you know, uh, helped me to empower my fellow, my fellow uh, people with disability yeah, to start some uh, public campaigns yeah, um, to raise awareness. Yeah, some, well, um, I, I found that some people with disabilities do not know what their rights are and they have no idea of, uh, you know, the, the importance of speaking out uh, to voice their concerns, to voice their challenges and demand the government to be more accountable. And then I, I, I decided to do uh, communications for my masters, yeah. Uh, because at the time I also worked for a city government and in the department of communication and I thought that uh, communication knowledge and skills uh, would be uh, uh, not only important for my, for my work, right? So, and then I, 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 it turns out that this, this uh, skill and knowledge is important for uh, I mean, uh, starting my disability activism uh, in Indonesia and since then uh, I had done a lot of disability rights advocacy uh, work yeah, uh, at both local and national levels. levels. Um, uh, and three years after my return to Indonesia, uh, after doing quite a, a, a lot of advocacy work, I decided to undertake uh, my PhD yeah, uh, back to Australia uh, because I believe that um, as a disability rights activist, my activism uh, will have more and a greater impact yeah? uh, with all knowledge and experience uh, I, I would gain during my PhD journey. So I, I returned to Australia to do uh, my PhD. So, but to me, to me, undertaking a PhD is not uh, only about you know, completing your PhD project at a given time, uh, but it's also, um, I would say, an invaluable opportunity for me to further learn uh, firsthand from uh, disability activists in Australia. And the four-year journey also afforded me um, opportunities here yeah, to expand uh, networking with uh, Australian uh, uh, DPOs. Uh, when, when I still remember that when I was uh, uh, an uh, you know, HDR student, uh, when I did my PhD, I could say that um, I had a few aspirations yeah, upon upon the completion of my PhD, PhD journey. For example, I aspired that I would get myself engaged more in Indonesian disability activism by promoting the uh, importance of research yeah, 
the importance of research for uh, disability rights advocacy. And I believe that uh, disability knowledge and research yeah, will make um, grassroots uh, disability activism uh, uh, more impactful yeah, in, in making the uh, expected changes, yeah, uh, particularly in influencing the government policies. Uh, you really have to base uh, what you want, yeah, what you advocate for, based on uh, research. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've been grateful, yeah, I mean, that for the last two years, yeah, uh, after the completion uh, of my PhD uh, successfully, um, uh, I ended up, yeah, following uh, uh, this path, yeah, in uh, influencing the uh, local government policies uh, in Padang City and also in West Sumatra uh, City. And I also have been uh, doing more work, yeah, in empowering grassroots disabled people in my city uh, with knowledge in uh, disability inclusion and meaningful, meaningful yeah, participation yeah, as well as the, the importance of uh, community research yeah, to strengthen uh, advocacy work. So for example, some I think uh, a really uh, important work that I have done together with my colleagues at my uh, disability organization in my city is that um, we uh, strengthen the capacity of uh, grassroots uh, people with disability, especially those living in the villages, yeah, to, uh, to participate in the in their village uh, development planning. So we train them how to do public speaking. We train them how to navigate the government, uh, you know, uh, 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 local development planning and the systems how they can take part in, in those processes. And we've done that. And um, last year, uh, I and my colleagues were really happy. Yeah. This is the first time happened in Padang City for the government to invite uh, grassroots people with disability in their uh, all government planning, uh, uh, local development uh, planning processes. And I think this is uh, something that really, um, what do you call that, uh, makes me and my colleagues uh, f feel very happy and, and, and uh, all the hard work they, they, that we have done is really worth it. Yeah. yeah. Where, um, I, and I was about to ask you about a highlight and where you felt you've had that impact. Um, but I'd imagine there's a lot of challenges along the way as well. And what's the biggest source of um, those challenges for you? Well, yeah, I think the best challenges for me as a disability activist in Indonesia is about changing the, the paradigm. What I mean here is changing the uh, government officials' perspective uh, in understanding disability. Uh, most of the government officials only see disability only in one, uh, you know, sort of point of view that uh, 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 disability, what people with disability need is only uh, social protection programs or welfare, uh, welfare related policy, something like that. But actually, uh, we keep telling them, yeah, I and my colleagues, of course, uh, through my organization, we keep telling them that disability uh, should be seen as a cross-cutting issue that disability is not only about 
social welfare, and of course, social welfare is is important for people with disability to, you know, to, uh, uh, to improve uh, their life, you know, to come to recompense for the extra cost of living with disability. But it doesn't mean that other areas such as education, access to health services, um, access to uh, 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 disability-friendly infrastructure is also very important. Yeah, and also access to employment. We keep bringing these issues to them. It is very important. Uh, okay, it's good now that you have a disability local law. That's really good. Yeah, but then what you need to do is to implement the law, and then I encourage the city government to uh, what do you call that to develop yeah a kind of disability action plan to put the local law into action now uh, i have been involved in developing that disability action plan uh, both at the city level as well as at the provincial level and i think this disability action plan is very crucial this is very important um as, as a kind of guideline yeah for all local governments in my province uh, to mainstream disability into all the programs. So we, what we want is that uh, disability uh, budgeting, uh, disability budget is not only concentrated under the, uh, mini, uh, the Department of Social Welfare, other departments should also uh, allocate the budgets yeah, for the needs of uh, people with disability. Wow. Well, that's a, you're right. It's a huge paradigm shift and um, a shift in the mindset. And you're on the front line there. What what keeps you going every day? Um, it must be you must feel like you're having the same conversations and trying to change minds. What what keeps you motivated? Yeah, what keeps me motivated? I, I think uh, I do realize that uh, disability rights advocacy work is a never-ending work. You know, I mean, like it is indeed exhausting. Yeah? But as a disability activist, you can't say that you are tired of it. I mean, like this, like a never-ending advocacy work. I mean, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, I mean, you you're happy with one good result, but this, that doesn't mean that uh, all problems are addressed. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and also, it depends on you, you know. Disability is not like a sort of a, a sexy issue, you know, like uh, a very important issue for everybody, especially those in government. They have a lot of competing, uh, what do you call that, uh, priorities, yeah? And then it is our job as disability activists to keep telling them, to keep showing them that disability is important. When you talk about achieving the sustainable development goals, then disability is there. You know, you cannot forget people with disability if you want to achieve the SDGs. You know, so this is why it is my job uh, and my colleagues yeah, to keep, yeah, I mean, encouraging. I don't want to say to push, yeah, to keep encouraging uh, the government, yeah, to really walk the talk. Wow. Well, Anthony, uh, what does it mean to you to be recognised as a finalist in this? alumni category we have so many amazing international students who come to australia and go home and and have an impact but to be selected as one of those what does that mean to you well yeah it means huge to me yeah. i never thought that i would be selected as a finalist and even for the you know award at the griffith university level uh, i never thought that i would be one of uh, 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 we call that the uh, one of the recognized international 
alumni. What I think is that I only I only have done what I'm supposed to do because this is my passion, and and then with this recognition, of course, it it gives me even more motivation, uh, you know, to keep on uh, what I've been doing now. Uh, you know, it's it's really given me more strength, of course, and who knows, you know, uh, this recognition will also help me. To build more networking, yeah. Who knows, you know, uh, with uh, other other uh, colleagues, yeah. We have the same passion. We have the same, uh, you know, motivation in in uh, fulfilling the rights of people with disability in other parts of the world. Amazing. And and any advice you might have for someone early in their career that wants to embark on a around activism or advocacy, what advice would you have for them? Well. Uh, my advice would be, um, f- first, yeah, you really have to commit yourself on, I would say, sacrificing anything. I mean, like, advocacy is like a, a, you know, very, indeed, it's really exhausting, but you can say that you are tired of it. Um, you really have to focus on it. And then uh, I think what, what really matters is for those in, in this activism is that, um you really have to live with it. I mean, um, it's not really kind of uh, work that you can finish in one year or so. Uh, it, it really takes uh, your commitment to do that. And, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, if you really want to be in, in disability rights activism, um, uh, there's a lot of support that you can get. I mean, you, you, uh, you are not alone, yeah? Uh, you will work together with uh, other uh, disability activists. And I think uh, networking is also the very key uh, here yeah, in, in helping you, in supporting you uh, to keep moving on with your advocacy work. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more on global Australian game changes over the last decade, please go to our website, advance.org. Thank you.